the voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. Coldwater Cardinal basketball is on the air. Ball comes to Ellie Foley, wide open. Trey is good from the right wing. Foley now has 10. Brought to you by these members of the WTVB Sports Boosters Club. Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers. Obelia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Branch County Abstract and Title. Case Realty Group. Diana and Jordan Butler. Financial Advisors with Edward Jones. CNO Insurance. CEM Supply. Culey's Jewelry. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant. SKWIT PC. Integrity Apparel Screen Printing and Embroidery. KB Mechanical. Matt Halen Homes. McDonald's of Branch County. Midwestern Realty. Group, Ottawa Gas Company, ServPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties, Union Pallet and Container, BJ West, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones, and Jay Wright, Financial Advisor with Edward Jones. Evan Sloan, double team on him. To Dante Ward, jumper from inside the arc is good. And warm greetings from the Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium at Coldwater High School. Coldwater Cardinal girls and boys basketball on the air once again. It is the Cardinals taking on the Marshall Red Hawks on ball out for breast cancer night. I'm Sean Watson. To my left is Coach Mike Murphy. The operating instructions for fans were to wear pink. Uh, I see at least uh, half of our fans have done so. Yeah, yeah. It's a, There's a lot of pink out there, particularly on the court. Boy, the ladies look uh, outstanding there tonight. Well, they've got pink warm-up T-shirts that say Cardinals. Uh, turn around so I can see it. Can you see it from here? Cardinals fight. Um, they've got the uh, uh, pride insignia. I think, I, I think pride is uh, what's in the middle. Yes, yes. But they are wearing uh, brand new uh, special jerseys and, well, their entire uniforms. They look just like their regular home white uniforms, but instead of red numerals, it's going to be uh, pink in uh, recognition of the uh, many people who have fought and are continuing to fight breast cancer battles, including a number uh, of uh, uh, team personnel that uh, have family members experiencing the battles, uh, both on the girls' and the boys' side. Absolutely. It's going to be a really special night and and just, uh, uh, you know, going to be a special night to be here. And if you're not going to be able to make it, I'm glad you're tuning it in. We will have the complete between games ceremony between the varsity girls and varsity boys game. Assistant head coach of the girls team, Carly Smoker, will be emceeing that. We'll take this two-minute break and get you set up for the varsity girls showdown between the Cardinals and the Red Hawks. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Basketball on WTVB. People are talking about Advantage One RV. Bought my camper at Advantage One. I saved thousands. We found the perfect RV for our family, and I won't even tell you how much money we saved because it sounds like I'm bragging. All I can say is I'm glad we shopped Advantage One RV first. I shopped Advantage One RV first. What a deal I got. You have your eye on a shiny new RV, but have you given any thought to a like new pre-owned model? Chase Halet here to remind you shop Advantage One RV Brokers first. I'm Vanessa Halet. We keep saying that and it sounds like a broken record, but you can't believe how much you'll save. Are you thinking about selling your RV? I'm Mary Taylor. And I'm Mylon Halet. It's easy. Think of Advantage One RV Brokers. Just how easy is selling your RV? Tell them, kids. All you have to do is 
Just pick up a check. It can't get any easier than that. So what have we learned? Before you buy, check out Advantage One first. One mile east of Meyer on US 12 east of I-69 Coldwater. Shop Advantage One RV and Auto Brokers first. Resetting your password. Unsubscribing from emails. Printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. The no problem people, your local auto owners agents are Scott Crabtree, DC Lyons, and Melanie Pish at CNO Insurance, North Clay Street, Coldwater. Just like basketball, buying or selling a home takes a lot of energy and teamwork. And the team here at Case Realty Group has lots of practice. I'm Carmen Case. When you're ready to pass along your home, I'll be here ready to catch it and drive it onto the market and get it sold. Rachel Tell here. I'll make buying your next home feel like you've made a slam dunk. When thinking of a real estate office, think Case Realty Group. We are the home team because we're locals and we know this market. Visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Go Coldwater Cardinals! AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Welcome back to Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium, Sean Watson, Mike Murphy here, Justin Lopshire back at the WTVB studios producing and engineering our broadcast. It's actually a triple header of basketball that we've got going on. They play the JV girls game beginning at four. It wrapped up. Uh, I'd, I'd say it actually wrapped up about uh, 20 minutes or so ago with Marshall coming out on top by final 48 to 5. The uh, score at half was 30 to 3 favor Marshall. Yeah, right. Uh, another one of those pretty one-sided uh, efforts, but uh, the uh, JV girls putting a lot of effort into it. Coach Kelly uh, uh, working on progress and. You know, as coaches, we've kind of all had those kind of seasons, and and uh, you know, it's it's uh, you make the best of it. No freshman girls team for the Red Hawks, so that's why there wasn't a freshman game being played. Now, uh, as for the Varsity Cardinal girls, they come into tonight's game with a. Uh, Excellent record of 14 and one overall, seven and one in the interstate eight. They won it all of that Tuesday night, 46 to 34. Uh, no player for the Cardinals getting into double digits, but Ellie Anderson and Emma Porter came closest. Ellie Anderson had nine points and five rebounds, couple of assists. Emma Porter with nine points. Ellie Foley with eight points, two assists, two steals. Riley Van Aken with seven points, three rebounds, two assists. Coach Ken Smoker's comments were replayed on today's uh, Coach's uh, Corner, and uh, it's not just enough uh, to uh, win the games. Uh, they have to win the right way, and that's what uh, Coach Smoker is uh, preaching to his team at this middle part of the season. Yeah, right, Sean, and, and he's just looking for a little more consistency. You know, they, you look at these last two games. I was, I was looking it up, and... The Cardinals have outscored their opponent in the first quarter of those last two games, 33-4. to four. And, you know, I mean, it'd be hard to keep that up, of course. But, uh, yeah, Coach Smoker, just especially defense and talking, just wants more consistency, something they've been uh, working on. So we'll see how that plays out tonight. Ellie Foley leading the team in scoring, but now under 10 points a game. She sits at 9.9 points a game, 4.7 rebounds. Maya Porter, a leading rebounder, 5.4 a game to go, along with 8.5 points a game. 
Actually, Coley Burkhardt is the leading rebounder. Maya's not far behind. She has 5.7 rebounds to go with 5.9 points a game. Riley Van Aken, uh, part of her uh, renaissance in the past few days, up to 5.6 points a game. Uh, the Marshall Redhawks, 8-7 overall, 5-3 in the Interstate 8. They beat Portage Central on Tuesday night, 54-39. Addison Wado with 17 points, 9 rebounds, almost had a double-double. Natalie Free with 14.6 rebounds. Freever, the leading scorer for the Redhawks, averaging 8.9 points and 10.5 rebounds a game. Addison Wado not far behind, 7.9 points, 3.3 rebounds a game. Next leading scorer, Lauren Newman, 5.1 points, 5.3 rebounds a game for Coach Lance Hoblitz. Yeah, and those, those top two scorers, I see both had big games that last time out. And, uh, you know, we always look for Marshall, both the uh, boys and girls teams, to improve greatly as the year goes on. Go ahead, take this two-minute break, bring you the starting lineups and keys to tonight's varsity girls basketball game between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Marshall Redhawks. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Hey, Dean, I've heard Mobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is celebrating 35 years in business. So that must make you at least... Let's not talk about age, Ken. Unless we're talking about the 35 years Mobilia has been helping folks all over the area find good quality new and used cars, trucks, vans, and Jeeps. Sure, let's talk about that. And about your inventory. You must have at least 100 vehicles in the lot. You don't see that much these days. You're right, Ken. We got a great selection of over 100 vehicles on our lot, and we offer guaranteed credit approval. Don't buy anywhere else unless you've checked out our vehicles. Stop in and ask for Jeff Dollar, Jared Hetrick, Jerry Eck, Dwayne Eck, Rudy Rodriguez, Corey Ibiza, Brian Bobilia, or me, Dean Bobilia. And Bobilia also offers service to maintain your vehicle long after the sale. Ask service manager Kip Burkhart to recommend a regular maintenance schedule. Bobilia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on US 12 across the airport or visit Bobilia.com. Celebrating 35 years at Bobilia. It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Haskwood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Haskwood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HaskKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. HaskKwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. With Valentine's Day almost here, Culey's Jewelry is excited about their new genuine diamond love glow rings. You won't believe your eyes. Culey's is a huge selection of Valentine's jewelry and gifts, like their 24-karat gold trim roses. Many colors to choose from. Reserve yours today. They have heart-shaped jewelry starting at $49 and willow tree figurines starting at $20. Culey's is the perfect Valentine's gift for everyone. Culey's Jewelry and so much more. Downtown Coldwater since 1968. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Starting lineup for tonight's varsity girls basketball game for the Coldwater Cardinals, 14-1 overall, 7-1 in the interstate, 8-under veteran head coach Ken Smoker. It's a familiar starting lineup as of late. In the backcourt will be Riley Van Aken, a 5'6 freshman, Ellie Foley, a 5'8 sophomore, and Maya Porter, a 5'10 freshman. Up front will be Ellie Anderson, a six-foot sophomore, and Coley Burkhardt, a 5'10 freshman. For the Marshall Redhawks, 8-7 overall, 5-3 in the Interstate 8 under their head coach, Lance Hopless. Got junior Addison Wado, senior Ella McAllister, senior Lainey Cobbins, senior Natalie Freever, 
and senior Lauren Newman. Four of the five starters for Coach Hoblitz are seniors. How about your keys to this game? All right, Sean. Hey, uh, the girls, uh, Coach Smoker was really concerned about how they take care of the ball versus pressure. Uh, that was a little bit of an issue Tuesday up at Olivet. 27 turnovers. So uh, that's going to be a key tonight. Also, number two, uh, how they defend the constant motion offense by the Red Hawks. A lot of screens, a lot of motions, got to be a lot of talking defensively for the Cardinals. And then number three, rebounding. Can they rebound with this team? That's sometimes a concern for the Lady Cardinals. We'll see how that plays out tonight. Ellie Anderson and Natalie Freever jumping at center circle. Anderson listed at six foot. I would say that Freever is about six one. Marshall wins the tip. They attack the basket to our left in the road. Black jerseys with the red numerals and white trim. On ball out for breast cancer night. The Cardinal girls are wearing white uniforms with, I'd say they're hot pink numerals bordering on T-Mobile type magenta. What would you think? Yeah, they are. They look really sharp. Cardinals starting out man-to-man defensively. Wado has the ball top of the key, trying to drive baseline and trying to get the ball out to the right corner to Lauren Newman that got past her fingertips and out of bounds. Back on December 16th, the Cardinals beat the Red Hawks up at Marshall, 39-30. Ellie Foley had 12.6 rebounds, three steals and three blocks. Maya Porter had 10 points, five boards, three steals and a couple of blocks. And for the Red Hawk girls, Wado, Addison Wado led the way with 10 points, Lauren Newman with seven. Cardinal ball working the basket to our right. Marshall throwing out a man-to-man defense. Ellie Foley on the right elbow, drives to the baseline, kicks the ball back out perimeter. Maya Porter to Riley Van Aken. Right wing, Foley launches a three-pointer and drains it. Next challenge is don't get into foul trouble early here in the first half for Ellie. That's been kind of an issue the past couple of days. A couple of games anyway. Yep. Three-nothing Red Hawks. Here's a dribble drive by Laney Cottons. Gets to the baseline, draws a double team, coughs up the ball to Maya Porter, and she's immediately fouled deep in the backcourt. The first foul of the game will be assessed to Cottons. Laney Cottons, yes, that name should sound familiar. Her dad used to be the basketball coach and athletic director at MHS. Cardinal ball, they lead 3-0. Here's Maya Porter on the right wing, moving to the free throw line. Back up top, the ball comes to Riley Van Aken, and now Anderson on the right wing, being picked up defensively by Freever. Bounce pass to the baseline, knocked away by the Red Hawks. Coldwater will retain possession. Got uh, our veteran local refereeing crew tonight, Randy Houts, Tyler Lezinski, Chad Rackesey. Which means uh, that if the Marshall fans knew how local they were, they'd say that it's a biased crew. But they're not. No. We've, seen, we've seen that. Not yes. at all. One of the best crews in the area. To the right corner, the ball comes to Maya Porter, launches a three-pointer, bounces off the rim. There's a whistle, and... Ball just goes out of bounds to the Red Hawks. Yeah, the ball hit the uh, large bracket behind the uh, board, and that negated it. Ball wasn't even going to drop anyway. Well, six minutes left to play. First quarter, Cardinals lead 3-0. Ball comes to Laney Cottons. Right wing three is way short from 22 feet away. It went 19 to get a whistle. 
and another Marshall foul. It's going to be on Ella McAllister, her first and the team's second. Here comes Coldwater, Coley Burkhart on the right wing, trying to get past her defender, posting up, trying the reverse, didn't, didn't get that to go in, and the ball goes out of bounds to the Red Hawks. She's trying to post up on McAllister. Yeah, Coley using the spin move there. We've seen uh, Riley Van Aken use many times. We've been at three nothing since the uh, beginning of the game. There's five and a half minutes left to play in the first quarter. Natalie Freever holding the ball up high under hands to Addison Wado. She moves to the right elbow. Ball is kicked. Marshall will retain possession. Ball will be triggered underneath the Marshall basket. Addison Wado to do the honors. Wado is looking. Got it right to the weak side to Lauren Newman. She's fouled. She'll go up to shoot a pair. Uh, way too easy inbound play there. Had the wide open layup. And Ellie uh, fouled her to make him earn her at the line. That would be Ellie Anderson picking up the foul. First one rolls around and falls through the net. So Marshall gets on the board. It's 3-1 Cardinals. 5-18 left first quarter. Second of two. Is down, is up. Bounces off the back of the rim. Anderson gets the rebound, gets it to Foley. Eliana Foley past the timeline. Wado is guarding her. Moves to the right wing. Get the ball to Maya Porter on the right corner. She moves to her left, trying the spin move as Wado picks her up. Left wing, three-pointer good for Ellie Anderson. She was open. No one came out to defend her, and she figured, why not? <laughs> exactly. Six to one, Cardinals up five, 447 and counting left to play first quarter. Here's Laney Cottons getting past Maya Porter to the baseline. Knocks the ball off of a Coldwater player. Red Hawks will retain possession underneath their basket to our left. Wado to trigger. Addison Wado is looking. Count is on. The ball is lobbed to Laney Cottons. Top of the key. Moves to her right, trying to get past Porter. Ball was stolen by Coley Burkhart. Coley didn't have to do anything, practically. The ball just wound up in her hands. Pass to Maya Porter in the front court. Left wing up top to Riley Van Aken. Van Aken to Foley, sideline left with the ball. 4.20 left to play first quarter. Cardinals up five at six to one. Lob pass, Anderson into Foley, trying to back her way down with a double team breathing down her neck. She left it short, Wado comes up with the ball. Here comes Wado, top of the key. Ball comes inside to Lauren Newman. Ball was blocked out of bounds. Red Hawks will retain possession. Well, we have four turnovers on Marshall early. None so far on the Cardinals. I hope that doesn't uh, wind up jinxing the Cardinals and they start turning the ball over like it was going out of style, like the uh, infamous jinx that I've been known for. A drive down the middle, and Marshall's going to go back to the free throw line. Burkhart with her first infraction, team second. And so Ella McAllister will go to the charity stripe. Red Hawks have not scored a field goal yet. 
And so far, they're still at a single point. Cottons will come out. Stephanie DeLong, a junior, will come in for her. There's another Marshall player presumably coming in for McAllister if she's able to split the pair from the free throw line. Second one is down is up. She corrects herself quite nicely. She will come to the bench and give way to Emily did we figure out? I, I can't remember. Was it dingy or dingy? Sounds like dingy. Let's go with that one. Unless a member of her family comes and corrects us during the course of our broadcast, that's what we'll go with. Six to two. Cardinals lead the Red Hawks. Long pass was deflected away. I think the long might have gotten her mitts on it as the ball sailed out of bounds into where the pet band would normally be seated if it wasn't production week for Shrek the Musical. Can see it tonight or tomorrow night yet. Well, for the benefit of our audience, we'd much rather have them check it out tomorrow night and listen to us tonight, you know? 6-2, Coldwater on top of Marshall. Three and a half minutes left to play in the first half. Foley has the ball on the right wing. Cross courts it to Van Aken, left side. Now to the corner, left side. Maya Porter moves to her right. Tough defense being played by Marshall here in the first quarter. Bounce pass, Foley, top the key to Burkhart, sideline left. Lob the ball into Maya Porter, shoots over her defender, left it short, and the ball comes to Natalie Freever's hands. Here comes Marshall on the run. Dish to the right corner, a drive, and another cold water fall, sending Marshall to the free throw line. And Coley Burkhart just picked up her second foul team. Third, Emma Porter, 5'5", Jr., is going to check in for Coldwater. Presumably it's going to be for Coley. Yeah, that is an issue with Coley occasionally, too. First of two, nothing but net for Dingy. Three points for the Marshall Redhawks, all from the free throw line. Yeah, Marshall definitely getting to the line. Many more times than the Cardinals in the early going here. Cardinals haven't yet, and this is the third trip to the free throw line. As a team, they are three of six, the Red Hawks are. But Emily Dingy gets the uh, rebound on the tip following her miss on the second one. And here comes Wadel blocked, and the ball comes to Anderson. Emma Porter pushing the ball up the floor. Anderson trying to set a screen, but... Emma Porter moved to her right and is called for a traveling violation. Yep, first turnover on the Cardinals with 2.40 to go in the first quarter. Six to three, Lady Cards. Dingy with the ball, sideline right. Pass top the key to Freever. Now to the right wing it comes to DeLong. Now up top. Well, you what, Newman had time. She could have launched a three-pointer if she wanted to. Instead, the ball comes to Emily Dingy. She drives. Gets the Red Hawks' first field goal of the game and has a chance. Oh, what happened? Yeah, they called traveling. Huh. Traveling on her before. It was a good double team by the Cardinals. and the look, It looked good going through, but I didn't see the travel. Yeah. So everything I said about that, wipe that off the board. It's still 6-3 Coldwater. And the Red Hawks still have not made a field goal, an official field goal, I guess I should say. Ellie Foley has the ball right wing. Thought about launching over her defender, Newman. Check that Freever was defending her. Now the ball comes up top. Maya Porter, Ellie Anderson on the right wing. 
Here comes a drive by Riley Van Aken. She was blocked inside by DeLong. Here come the Red Hawks. And uh, Emily Dingy took it coast to coast, finished. Red Hawks only trail by one with a minute and a half left to play in the first quarter, six to five. Marshall's extending their defense to the midcourt line, giving the Cardinals some issues. But Riley Van Aken launches a three-pointer from the right wing and drains it. Three field goals for the Cardinals, all from beyond the arc, trying to answer other side to long misses. Van Aken comes up with a rebound. Nine to five, what a way to make a living and kind of an unforced traveling violation. Another one for Emma Porter. Danica Cox gonna check in for Anderson. Boy, this so far, this first quarter has featured two outstanding defenses and very patient offenses. Cox, a 5'8 freshman. Red Hawks with the ball, they trail by four. 48 seconds and counting left to play first quarter. Here is Freever, top of the key, moves to the left, runs the weave to Wado. Moving to the right elbow, cut off by a double team. Ball comes back out to the perimeter to Dingy. Wado now moves to the right wing, gets it inside, and Freever loses the ball. A double team was behind her. They'll say that the Cardinals bucked Freever. It's going to be Maya Porter's first foul, team fourth. Wado to inbound, 30 seconds to play in the first quarter. The inbound was deflected, picked up by Maya Porter. Here comes Ellie Foley. Nice pass inside to Danica Cox, getting it to Riley Van Aken. <laughs> Running out of bounds, got it back to her teammates. It was almost picked up by Marshall. Now Van Aken, spin move on the right elbow, get the ball to the right corner. Three-pointer does not go in for Foley. Four seconds left to play in the quarter. Marshall in transition. The runner from the right wing. She banked it in. (laughs) Marshall got that one from about 12 feet out on the run, just beating the buzzer at the end of the first quarter. That was Addison Wado, and her feet were inside the line when she launched that basket. So the score after one, Coldwater nine, Marshall seven. Back in a minute, you're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Jay Wright, your Coldwater Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's important to you. Call me at 279-1938 to get started today. That's 279-1938. Edward Jones, member SIPC. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Running scoring totals after the first eight minutes of this varsity girls basketball game. Riley Van Aken, Ellie Foley, and Ellie Anderson each with a three-point basket. So they all have three points. No two-point field goals converted by the Cardinals in that first quarter. Meanwhile, for Marshall... We had Addison Wado with two, Emily Dingy with three, Ella McAllister and Lauren Newman each with a single free throw. That's their seven points. Coldwater ball to start the second quarter. It's a 9-7 Cardinal lead. Ellie Foley drives baseline, cut off by a double team. Needs help. No look pass to Maya Porter. Ricocheted off of Foley's shin. The ball goes inside and we're gonna get our first jump ball of the game. Possession arrow to the Red Hawks. 
Yeah, the uh, Cardinals made six threes up at Olivet in that first half Tuesday. They're on their way tonight with three. But as we've seen a number of times, you live by the three, you can also die by the three. A runner from the right baseline was missed by Marshall. Foley gets the rebound. Moving off a high screen set by Maya Porter. The ball comes to Jayla Sloan, 5'5 junior, who came in during the uh, break between quarters. Maya Porter almost got a three-pointer. Her feet was just inside the line, but it's another long-range basket. Cardinals up four, 11 to seven. Seven minutes left to play in the first half. Ball was almost poked away from Alexis Steely. Uh, Junior who came in for the Red Hawks during the break between quarters. Red Hawks get it back. Wado misses a three-pointer from the left wing. Get a whistle, and what do we have here, Murph? Yeah, foul on Marshall on the rebound. Good aggressive rebound by Ellie Foley, and she was getting tied up. They call it a foul. Steely with her first, team third. Four fouls up on the board for Coldwater. Cardinals with a chance to add on to the 11-7 lead. Nice spin move between the circles. A jumper from 10 inside was missed, though. Here comes Marshall. Here's a runner from the left elbow. Bounces several times. Go through for Dingy plus one. Cox picks up her first foul. Team fifth. You know, Danica has really given the Cardinals good minutes these last couple games off the bench. Especially important with uh, Coley with those two personals. Dingy to try and complete the three-point play. Bring the Red Hawks to within one, but it's missed short. Yep, Maya Porter with her third rebound. Foley across the timeline to Maya Porter on the right wing. Pass, trying to get it back to Foley. It was deflected, but Foley catches up to it. Sloan cross-courts it to Maya. Now back to Foley between the circles to reset. Yeah, Marshall going zone for the first time. Is it a 1-2-2 or a 2-3? Three-pointer, Van Aken left it short, and the ball literally ricocheted out of bounds before Riley Van Aken could catch up to it. 11-9, Cardinals, just under six minutes to go in the first half. Dingy out and McAllister in for the Red Hawks. Another chance to tie or perhaps take the lead this time up the floor for the Red and Black. Addison Wado has the ball. Gets it to Laney Cottons and now back to Alexis Steely up top to Wado. Wado drives, moving to the weak side, overshoots the rim, ball Battled for underneath. They say the ball last touched one of the Cardinal players. <laughs> Cox comes out. Ellie Anderson back in for Coldwater. 5.31 left to play in the first half. It's Coldwater 11 and Marshall 9. If I saw that correctly, Lance Hoblitz called a 30-second timeout. Yes, he did. And Ken Smoker checking with uh, Chad Rackesey underneath because it looked like the uh, ball went out of bounds off a Marshall player from our vantage, but I don't think they're going to win that one. Nope, the body language from Coach Smoker told us all we needed to know about uh, how that argument went. <laughs> Didn't go his way. 
Well, we got a huge bake sale out in the lobby benefiting the uh, evening that we've got going on. Outstanding goodies out there, all kinds of them. We got a 50-50 raffle as well. I must, I must, I must <laughs> say, uh, some of the parents even gave us complimentary frosted sugar cookies. Hey, I'll tell you. Pays to announce, huh? Marshall Ball coming out of their timeout. The inbound to the left corner to Lady Coddins. Ball poked away by Jayla Sloan, tracked down in the backcourt by Wado. No over and back. Wado across the timeline. Sloan picks her up. Ball tossed top of the key to Natalie Freever. Now right wing, Ella McAllister. Moving to the baseline, trying to get it back out. Ball almost stolen. Steely in all sorts of trouble. Now the ball comes back top of the key. Wado almost lost it. Wado still with the ball. Ellie Anderson on her hip. Ball comes back top of the key to Natalie Freeber. Ball stolen by Jayla Sloan going coast to coast. Left layup short. Ball was tipped by McAllister. Coldwater will get it back. <laughs> Jayla finally does get a steal. She had knocked the ball away a couple times. Previously, she's really moving her feet defensively. Van Aken out, Kara Miller, 5'5", Jr. in for the Cardinals. Ellie Foley inbounds to Kara Miller. Ball comes up top to Sloan. To the right wing, it comes to Maya Porter, and a little trailing music, Sammy. Yep, as we <coughs> often see, Maya pulled the pivot foot before she got the ball down. I'd say a freshman mistake, but at this point of the season, they're not playing like freshmen anymore. Oh, how about this, Murph, an offensive foul. Yeah, an illegal pick up here at the top against Marshall. That's seven turnovers on them now, four on the Cardinals. And the second foul on Alexis Steely. She'll come to the bench. I think it was Laney Codden's coming back in. Her breather was very short-lived. We've been in 11-9 Coldwater for a long time. Four and a half minutes left to play in the half. Three-pointers, an air ball. Top of the key from Ellie Foley. And to add insult to injury, she was bumped by her defender, Lauren Newman, after launching it, and there's no call. Yeah, she didn't quite get herself set the way she wanted there. Like I said, we've been at 11-9 for a while. Cardinals with the lead. Addison Wado being guarded by Jayla... Oh, she came to the bench. It was Foley guarding her that time. Ball lobbed inside, almost stolen by Kara Miller. It is tracked down by Wado. Now, lob pass goes inside. Laura Newman's blocked from behind. I think that was Maya again, her second block of the night. Wado to trigger, 3.57 left to play until halftime. Cardinals 11, Redhawks 9. Ball comes top of the key to Freever. She's been really quiet. Uh, in fact, she hasn't scored yet tonight. Jumper from the left baseline was missed by Marshall. Here comes Coldwater on the run. Maya Porter to Kara Miller. She's on the right wing. Moves to the top of the key. Slings it to Anderson, right baseline. Now hands off to Maya Porter on the wing, right side. Hands off to Foley. Trying to split a Bermuda Triangle, and she's going to be called for the offensive foul. That's going to be good news here. It's just her first. Yeah, that time Ellie was determined to get to the rim. She dribbled through about three Red Hawks, but 
That Picked last up the one. Charge. That last one was the one that took the charge. Yes. So Foley's first foul is the team sixth. Boy, this is just a typical Marshall co-otter game. Nice crossover dribble by Wado to get to the left corner. He has to get it back out to the perimeter. Ella McAllister inside to Natalie Freever. Overshoots the rim right to Foley's hands. Long pass goes to Riley Van Aken, right corner. Now trying to get it back up top to Maya Porter. Too much mustard on that pass. And almost takes out the video display board on the scorer's table. John Petsko over there with Margot Boyd tonight. Garrett Johns on the stat panel. And? And, and Modi Bates. I was hoping you were going to say that. On the PA. Addison Wado with the ball, slings it to McAllister. She's top of the key with it. 2.48 and counting left to play in the first half. Again, we've been at 11-9 Cardinals for, I'd say, about three minutes of game time. Here's a drive to the baseline. Ball kicked out to Addison Wado, launches the three-pointer, misses. Ball comes to Lauren Newman, now back out to Laney Cotton's right wing, moves baseline, overshoots. Ball comes back out to the left wing. Wado slashes, splits a double team, misses. Rebound put back high off the glass and good for Newman. And we're tied at 11, so 2.20 left to play in the half. Foley still behind the timeline. Wado to meet with yeah, her. A little half-court half trap here now. And yep. Ellie Foley calls a timeout right in front of us. Something that they, I don't think they were quite expecting in the uh, half-court trap this early in the game. 2.08 left to play in the first half. Well, Coach Smoker wanted to get that straight on what, uh, how they want to attack that. And, uh, boy, that can be uh, one of the most effective traps is that half-court trap. They get you, which Ellie did, just got over half-court here. And then they get the trap on, and it can be very difficult. So good timeout. She had moved across the timeline to the back right corner of the front court, and immediately the double team came out on her. And yep, and like 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 the uh, savvy basketball player she was, she got that timeout in. You know, and without Coley Burkhardt in the game for uh, since the five-minute mark, um, Cardinals have done decent on the boards, but Marshall had that three chances in that putback to tie it here this last time. Foley has the ball, right wing moves off a screen set by Anderson, now running the weave, Riley Van Aken dishes to the corner right side, Anderson has it, moves to her left up top to Foley, launches a three over McAllister, misses, left at short, Newman has the rebound out high, in transition, layup is good, and Marshall has their first lead of the game. Alamek asked Alistair with the basket. Yep, that's the transition defense Coach Smoker talked about pregame. 13-11 Marshall. A minute 30 left to play in the first half. Trying to post up high was Maya Porter. Get it back out to Foley. And now Van Aken on the left wing. McAllister keeping her distance defensively. In trouble, gets it inside. Maya Porter trying to post up over free. Up and over pass, gets it off the glass and drops. Really nice move. We are tied at 13 apiece. Counting down to a minute left to play in the first half. Maya was patient with it, took her time, used the left hand down low. Ellen McAllister has the ball, sideline left. Draws a double team, she's in trouble. And Lance Hoblitz is forced to burn a timeout here. Boy, he got that in just the nick of time. I, 
It was either going to be that or the five-second call. 54.6 seconds left to play in the first half. It's a 13-13 tie between the Coldwater Cardinals and the Marshall Redhawks. Boy, just uh, just a dogfight in this first half so far. That's, that's all you can think of as you've been watching this. All kinds of defense in your face, man-to-man, both teams, and just points at a premium. Uh, well, both think, back, teams. think back to the first game. The halftime score was 12 to nine Red Hawks. Yeah, it, it's and both teams just having to earn every possible point. But if you go back to that December 16th game, Coldwater outscored Marshall in the third quarter, 17 to five, and that wound up being the difference in that game, which was a nine-point win. Back to the here and now. Addison Wade to inbounds the ball to get play back underway. Here comes Natalie Freever. Overshoots the rim on the drive to the basket. Loose ball is going to be picked up by Riley Van Aken. Van Aken being trailed by Ella McAllister. Van Aken going coast to coast. She's tripped. Well, they say she was in the act of shooting. It sure looked like she was giving it a try. McAllister picks up her second foul on the team fifth. Shooting two, Riley's going to be at the line. They did say that she was in the act of shooting. I wasn't sure if she just lost her uh, balance. Uh, couldn't tell for sure from this vantage, but uh, we'll take it. Cardinals haven't been to the line much. Haven't been to the line at all today until now. First of two spins off the rim, doesn't go in. 39% free throw shooter, 14 of 36 shooting coming in. Presuming that McAllister came to the bench for the final 38.7 seconds of this half. Second or two from Van Aken. That rolled off the rim as well. Battle for the rebound was won by Natalie Freever. Gets the ball to Addison Wado. Half a minute left to play in the first half. We'll see if Marshall plays for the final shot of the half. Wado trying to get past Van Aken. They're both on the right wing. Moving to the top of the key now. The toss to Emily Dingy. Cross court it to the right wing to Laney Cottons. Now back to Dingy. Drive to the baseline. The runner is going to roll off the rim. Ball tip. Battle for the loose ball. It's going to be eventually picked up by Riley Van Aken. Five seconds left to play in the half. Get the ball to Emma Porter. Three-quarter court shot. Actually a pass to Anderson. And she is blocked inside at the free throw line by Natalie Freever. So after one half of girls basketball, it's the Coldwater Cardinals 13 and the Marshall Redhawks 13. Branch County Abstract and Title Halftime Report coming up in three minutes. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. When El Cerrito says that they serve authentic Mexican food and drinks, they mean freshly diced vegetables and herbs, the best meats cooked fresh on the grill, an endless bowl of crispy chips and fresh made salsa. And top it off with the best blender or over ice margaritas in your choice of flavors. Stop by El Cerrito for lunch or dinner or get it to go, including the margarita. El Cerrito Mexican Restaurant in downtown Coldwater and in the Kroger Plaza, Hillsdale. Hey, who's got team spirit? We do. We're Integrity Apparel, Screen Printing and Embroidery. Hi, I'm Al Rackesey, and here at Integrity, we specialize in expressing your team spirit with your school logo t-shirts, varsity jackets, and even winter items like coats, scarves, and hats. But we're much more 
than that. We design and print promotional items, banners, and more. We'll print it up and you show it off. Call 278-8101. We're Integrity Apparel, screen printing and embroidery at 52 West Chicago Street in downtown Coldwater. If you're a farmer, your land is your work site. Maybe hunting land or maybe your home, but mostly your land is your investment. Midwestern Realty Group in Coldwater knows that your land is your legacy. And to grow it, you may want to expand. How do you do that with rising interest rates and record low inventory? You contact us here at Midwestern Realty Group. We are opportunity creators. As our name implies, we are a group, a team really, of 18 real estate professionals. With over 300 combined years of experience, that works for you. Half our team owns lake property and or vacant land. All of our team owns property. We know what we're doing through the highs and lows of real estate sales. We're one of Branch County's top listing and selling offices every year. Put our team and experience to work for you. For farmland, vacant land, vacation and hunting land, or for your dream home. We're ready to provide you opportunity. I'm Jill. I'm Doug. I'm Carrie. Michelle here. I'm Sharon. And this is Jim Bowers. And we are Midwestern Realty Group at 685 East Chicago Road in Coldwater and online at MidwesternRealty.com. Just like basketball, buying or selling a home takes a lot of energy and teamwork. And the team here at Case Realty Group has lots of practice. I'm Carmen Case. When you're ready to pass along your home, I'll be here ready to catch it and drive it onto the market and get it sold. Rachel Tell here. I'll make buying your next home feel like you've made a slam dunk. When thinking of a real estate office, think Case Realty Group. We are the home team because we're locals and we know this market. Visit us online at caserealtygroup.com. Go Coldwater Cardinals! It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. The voice of Branch County for high school sports. AM 1590 WTVB Coldwater and FM 95.5 W238CD Coldwater. It's halftime here at Coldwater High School. Varsity girls basketball action. Coldwater and Marshall tied at 13 apiece. The halftime report brought to you by Branch County Abstract and Title. Wishing good luck to the Cardinals. When buying or selling your home, ask your realtor or banker to use Branch County Abstract and Title for your title insurance and closing needs. It's your choice. Locally owned and operated, Branch County Abstract and Title has been serving Branch County since 1868. Contact them at 278-6960. Scoring summary so far, Riley Van Aken with a three-pointer, Ellie Foley with a three-pointer, Ellie Anderson with a three-pointer, all in the first quarter. Maya Porter with four points to lead the Cardinals, all in the second quarter. That's their 13 points. For Marshall, Addison Wado with two, Emily Dingy off the bench, leading all scorers with five, Ella McAllister with three, Lauren Newman with three. That's their 13 points. 9-7 in the first for the Cardinals, 6-4 in the second for the Red Hawks. Well, and, and a really clean half, Sean. Uh, six turnovers is all on the Cardinals, seven on the Red Hawks. So, so really, uh, the offenses took care of the ball. They didn't shoot it necessarily very well. But, uh, boy, all kinds of defense. Uh, just a typical Marshall Coldwater first half so far tonight. Um, individually, Ryan, uh, Riley Van Aken having a nice first half three rebounds two assists and then uh, 
We have Maya Porter with four rebounds, two blocks, and uh, Ellie Foley with three rebounds. Ellie Anderson with a couple. So really just real solid play, both clubs in that first half. You mentioned, Sean, up there in Marshall, third quarter was when the Cardinals made their move. So we'll see if that plays out here tonight. Taking a look at the Interstate 8 girls basketball standings coming into tonight. Uh, the Mounties of Jackson Northwest had a perfect 8-0 in the league. Uh, the Cardinals a game behind at 7-1. Both are 14-1 overall. Marshall and Parma Western tied for third in the I-8 at 5-3. They're also 8-7 overall. Both the Red Hawks and the Western Panthers. Hastings, Lumen Christie, and Penfield tied for fifth at 2-6 in the league. The Saxons 7-9 overall. The Titans 6-10. And the Penfield Panthers, 5-10. Harper Creek bringing up the rear at 1-7 in the league, 5-9 overall. The slate of non-conference games, girls' side, in addition to Coldwater winning at Olivet on Tuesday, 46-34. Marshall beating Portage Central at 54-39. Jackson Northwest got a 61-32 win against St. John's, and Hastings beat their cross-county rival, Dilton Kellogg, 58-22. It's doubleheader night in the Interstate 8. In addition to the Cardinals hosting Marshall, Jackson Northwest is playing at Harper Creek. Hastings is playing at Lumen Christie and Penfield at Parma Western. Taking a look ahead, um, next Tuesday normally would be a non-conference uh, night the way the schedule was laid out, but uh, the Cardinals and Mounties will be playing each other uh, kind of outside of the schedule this coming Tuesday. The boys here, the girls up at Northwest, and it works out quite nicely for the coaching staff so that uh, the Cardinals can't think too far ahead to that showdown with the Mounties on Tuesday. Well, that three-way tie on the boys' side, and of course Coldwater uh, getting the home game tonight with Marshall, and then we'll be on the road Tuesday at Northwest. Uh, well, the, bo the boys are actually staying here at Coldwater. The girls oh, are going you. up to Northwest. Thanks, Sean. That's right. I had so hey, two home games for the Cardinals. You can't uh, can't beat that. And then the girls, those two 14 and one teams, just just an amazing seasons. Coldwater and Northwest, and and Ken's club will get that chance next Tuesday. Of course, later tonight, after the uh, halftime ceremony recognizing breast cancer survivors, we've got the boys' basketball game between Coldwater and Marshall. I'm sure I don't have to remind you what happened that night. Dante has been solid at the line. Let's see if he can knock this one down. For the tie. Yes! He's got it. 55s. Okay, again, Cardinals full court pressure. Inbound comes to Pew. Pew gets it across the timeline. Three seconds, two seconds. Pew all by himself. Yes, and one. Yes, and one. Eight-tenths of a second left. And the Cardinals are out of timeouts. Get the feeling that Marshall may have just escaped with a win here. Unbelievable job by Josh Pew. He just took it the length of the floor. That wound up being the game winner back on December 16th. 57-55 Red Hawks and Pew finished with 19 points, five rebounds, five assists, and three steals. Aaron Maxwell with 13 points, four rebounds, two assists, and five big blocks. 
For Coldwater, Zach Coffing had 12 points and five rebounds. Aiden Dershel also had 12 points, added eight rebounds, four assists, and three steals. Dante Work had a double-double, 11 points and 13 rebounds, two assists, and two steals. Expect more of the same this time around? Well, it's <laughs> it, uh, we, we would be probably shocked if it wasn't. And Josh Pugh, you know, talking with Coach Buckland earlier, Josh Pugh has just been amazing against the Cardinals over the years. Here in the girls' basketball game, a 13-13 tie, second half in one minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. As leaders in disaster cleanup and restoration, the pros that serve pro are prepared for anything. From fire damage to water damage. To whatever the heck that was. When your home or business has suffered damage, only the pros at Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties have the tools and expertise to make it like it never even happened. So if you're in need of cleanup from fire, water, or any other unpleasant incident, give Serve Pro of Branch and South Calhoun counties a call today at 517 278 5261. That's 517 278 5261. Serve Pro, cleaning, restoration, construction, independently owned and operated. Give Serve Pro a branch in South Calhoun counties a call today at 517-278-5261. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. Be listening to the end of this game and the end of our boys contest for McDonald's Players of the Game. Brought to you by your local area McDonald's restaurants owned and operated by Jim and Laura Maynard and family. Ellie Anderson will inbound the ball to Ellie Foley to start the second half. Coldwater moving from right to left here in the second half as we have switched sides. Marshall from left to right. Both teams tied up at 13s. Bounce pass goes inside to Ellie Anderson. Has to get it back outside to Riley Van Aken. It's the starters out on the floor for the Cardinals. Van Aken, Foley, Anderson, Burkhart back on the floor after picking up two fouls in the first quarter. And Maya Porter also out there. Cross-court pass comes to Burkhart, left wing inside the arc. Now up top to Foley, trying to get it back to Anderson. It was stolen away by Addison Wado. Addison Wado, Ella McAllister, Laney Cottons, Natalie Fever, and Lauren Newman, the five on the floor for the Red Hawks. Their ball, Coley Burkhart knocks it away from Freever along the right sideline. Wado will inbound. And tosses to McAllister. Ball comes to Freever. Freever, bounce pass, goes inside. Turnaround shot by Newman was missed. Ball tip, hauled in by McAllister. Too far underneath the basket. Get it back out to the perimeter. Pass to Laney Cottons. Three-pointer is good. Marshall retakes the lead. Second chance points there for the Red Hawks. And the first made three-pointer by Marshall tonight. 16 to 13, Marshall. Here's Maya Porter, top of the key. Being followed around the perimeter by Lauren Newman. Now to Foley, underhands it to Van Aken. Van Aken, top of the key, tries to spoon move, kick the ball out. Foley, three-pointer, right wing good. Got created by Riley Van Aken there. Her third assist on the night. Nice job by Foley getting set. We're tied at 16, 618 and counting left to play. Third quarter. Here comes Addison Wado splitting the seas and an offensive foul on Wado. Foley takes the charge. 
Yep, Ellie being the team leader in that category, drew another one. First foul of the second half, and the first on Wado. Here comes Ellie Foley across the timeline, tosses to the left corner to Ellison Anderson. Left wing to Riley Van Aken, moves to the top of the key. Now get the ball to Foley, launches a three-pointer over McAllister. Rolls off the front of the rim, doesn't go in. And the rebound by Laney Cottons. Addison Wado trying to take it coast to coast. Dishes to the right corner, double team. Newman's shot was blocked and hauled in by Riley Van Aken. Van Aken top of the key. Moving to the baseline. Shot goes underneath the basket. And here come the Red Hawks. Ella McAllister splitting the double team. She is forced out of bounds by the Cardinal B. Good double team down there. Last time down the floor for the Cardinals, Riley had a nice drive, but she ended up up against uh, the tall Marshall player, Fever, and uh, just couldn't get it off. See if she does it again. Nope, she'll kick the ball out to Ellie Anderson. She drains a three-pointer from the right corner. <laughs> Well, Riley spins into the lane and then creates those opportunities for the Cardinals out on the perimeter. 19-16 Coldwater, under five minutes left to play third quarter. McAllister had the ball poked away. Hitting the deck is a Coldwater player. Addison Wado ties that Coldwater player up. Coley Burkhart getting up off the floor. Possession arrow pointing toward the Red Hawks. Wado to inbound. Yeah, great hustle by Coley right down on the court. Addison Wado to trigger. Baseline right, now up top. Freever drives down the middle, runner is short, ball tipped, and it's, who's going to come up with the ball? It came off of Burkhart's hands, went through Anderson, it's understanded by Foley <laughs> to Maya Porter. Now Burkhart trying to take it coast to coast, cross quarter to Van Aken, left corner. Van Aken driving, and she drew a foul on the drive. Yep, got bumped, it's gonna be before her shot. Foley inbound. Stephanie DeLong picking up her first foul. Team second. Ball inbounded to Ellie Anderson. Goes inside to Van Aken. Now back out. Foley wide open three. Right wing. Bounces off the rim. Ball tipped. And they say it was last off of Maya Porter. That was a good look. Couple threes by the Cardinals. Have them ahead by three. 19 to 16. Do you think it's going to be a case where the first team to 30 wins tonight? <laughs> Just like the old Twin Valley? Yeah, it's getting close. Addison Wado shaking and baking, moving inside. Bounce pass where there was a misconnection to the Red Hawks on the right sideline. Maya Porter tying her shoe before we resume play. That gives Marshall an opportunity to set up in a press for the first time. They are gonna, little full court pressure. This really bothered the Lady Cardinals up at Olivet Tuesday. Inbound comes to Coley Burkhart, catches right in front of her teammate Foley. Now the Red Hawks peel back, spin move by Burkhart. She now gets across the timeline, dishes to the right corner. Porter drains a three-pointer from the right corner. See, what we have? Three threes in the first half, I think. Three uh, threes in the first quarter, more specifically. And so far, three trays in the third quarter. It's 22-16. Up six, 341, counting left third quarter. Ball 
stolen by Coley Burkhart. Foley gets it to Porter. Porter, spin move on the left elbow, dish the ball out to Burkhart. She, oh, she wanted to get the three-pointer. Instead, she'll drive. Don't count the basket that fell through. The foul by Marshall occurred before the take. That's going to be the first foul on Lauren Newman. Team third. Well, the three-point barrage by the Cardinals has them uh, with the biggest lead of the night. Alexis Steely coming in for the Red Hawks. New- Lauren Newman came to the bench. Stephanie Long came to the bench as well. We've got an official timeout while Foley continues to tie one of her shoes. It's the same pink shoes that they've been wearing all season, incidentally. Foley, count is on. She tosses to the backcourt. Riley Van Aken catches up at three-quarters court. Almost bumped by Emily Dingy, who also came in to the Red Hawk lineup. Spin move by Van Aken to the elbow. Out to the right corner. Three-pointer. Porter! (laughs) Van Aken up to five assists now. And ten points for Maya Porter. 25-16, trying to answer and getting the basket. uh, Abigail Griffith gets the score. Jumper from inside the arc, it's 25-18. Uh-oh, here's Burkhart. Three-pointer off the rim, no good. Ball ripped away from Anderson. She tries to take it back and will get another held ball. I think you were able to hear some of the instructions coming from Coach Ken Smoker. It's Coldwater ball, Foley's looking, Foley's looking and gets it inside to Van Aken. Trying to get it back outside, and it'll be Marshall Ball. Just the eighth turnover on the Cardinals tonight. Marshall with 11. Very low turnovers for both teams. Now, as I say that, we'll see them rack up in the fourth quarter, I'm sure. We've got 2.38 left to play in the third. Coldwater up 25-18. Here is Abigail Griffith driving baseline. Get it back out to Natalie Freever. Right corner. She drives. Misses the shot. Leading score for the Red Hawks, and she's been shut out so far tonight. Here come the Cardinals. Ellie Anderson too far underneath, has to get it out to Foley. She slashes, get it out to Van Aken. Three-pointer from the left wing is short. Battle for the ball. It's loose. It's on the deck. Coley Burkhart is tied up by Addison Wado. Or do we have a foul? Or do we have a timeout? Yeah, Cardinals are going to take a 30 to preserve the possession among other things. 2.10 left to play in the third quarter. It's Coldwater 25, Marshall 18. So uh, in terms of the goals that Coach Ken Smoker has had for his team the past few games, uh, how do you think they've done? Uh, Not really much of a defensive let up in any quarter has there been. Well, and and Riley Van Aken has just done an awesome job in this third quarter. She has set up three of these three-point shots with her driving into the lane, her little spin move, and then she kicks it out. And that's led to this seven-point lead for the Cardinals. 12-5, to Coldwater has outscored Marshall in this third quarter. uh, Bears repeating what uh, the Cardinals did in the, second qu- uh, in the third quarter of the game back on December 16th, outscoring the Red Hawks 17-5. Foley inbounds to Burkhart coming out of the timeout. Burkhart drives baseline, kicked the ball out. Anderson long two is short. She's fouled, though. 
Well, that was a break for the Cardinals. Ellie was actually uh, moving back from the basket when she took that shot. It was well short, but luckily she was fouled after the shot. Steely picking up her third foul. Team fourth, the Cardinals haven't fouled yet in the second half. Ellie Anderson, a 58.3% free throw shooter. 7-12 coming in, gets the first one to go here. That's now seven points on the night for Ellison Anderson. Lead back up to eight, 26 to 18. Coldwater, 203, left third quarter, second of two. Rolls through the front of the rim and drops. Nice form by Ellie Anderson, who has four rebounds on the night. Steely still on the floor for Marshall with her four fouls. We see Corbell Churchill probably will come in for her next dead ball. And hopefully for Coach Lance Hoblitz, Steely doesn't pick up foul number four. Here with a minute 42 and counting left to play in the third quarter. Addison Wado, top of the key now between the circles to Natalie Freever. Dish it to the left corner, drive, pull up jumper, spins off, doesn't go in for Griffith. Rebound taken away from Maya Porter. And it's, it's actually gonna be a jump ball possession arrow to the Redhawks. And here comes that Corabel Churchill for Alexis Steely substitution. Again, Steely having just picked up her third foul moments ago. Wado to trigger underneath the basket to our right. The ball comes to Griffith. Driving to the right blocks. The shot from the baseline was missed. Rebound by Coley Burkhart. Ellie Foley cross courts it to Riley Van Aken. She's sideline right. Spin move on the right elbow. Creating space. Launching a 15-footer. Rolled off the rim. But Foley gets the rebound. Out to Van Aken right wing. She slashes down the middle. Oh. Can't get it to bank off the glass and drop. Rebound by Freever. Here come the Red Hawks. Trailing it by nine. Ball stolen by Van Aken. Wado took the ball clean, had the ball taken clean away by Van Aken. Other end of the floor, high sh arcing shot from underneath the basket, missed by Coley Burkhart. Back and forth we go. Here's a drive, a stop, a pop, and an overshoot for Griffith. Porter with the rebound, gets it to Foley. Long pass to Riley Van Aken in the front court, sideline left. Cut off by her defender, Emily Dingy. Now Burkhart to the baseline, kicks the ball out to Porter. Maya Porter on the left corner, moves to her right. Now to her left to the blocks, get it back out to Anderson. She's on the left corner and now Foley with it. Wadel picks her up. 15 seconds left in the quarter. Cardinals are playing for the final shot of the quarter. You know, a reminder, we're playing with three freshmen and two sophomores with this lineup. Porter out to Burkhart, launches a three-pointer left wing. It's just short. Rebound by Natalie Freever. She chucks it down court, doesn't even barely cross the midcourt line. After three quarters, it is Coldwater 27, Marshall 18, and girls basketball final quarter in a minute. You're listening to Cardinal Girls Basketball on WTVB. Hi, Sam here with CEM Supply in Coldwater, Michigan. Our customer base consists of large manufacturing facilities right down to the walk-in residential customer. It's amazing. Here's a short list of the products we represent, stock, and sell. Lincoln Welders, Champion Air Compressors, Karcher Pressure Washers, Myers and A.Y. McDonald Pumps, Milwaukee Generac, Wright, Jet, and Wilton Tools, just to name a few. We also 
also stock all the consumables, including roller chain, belts, bearings, welding wire, grinding cutoff, and flap discs, plus tons of fasteners. Did I mention we also offer service and repair on the products we sell? We also refurbish and rewind electric motors up to 250 horsepower, including all types of irrigation, circulation, and well pumps in-house. CEM also has a large inventory of electric motors in stock, and we're a do-it-best distributor. CEM Supply, 178 West Garfield Avenue, open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., and 8 a.m. until noon on Saturdays. Call 517-278-2611 or visit cemindustrialsupply.com. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. So in the game back on December 16th in the third quarter, Coldwater had outscored Marshall 17-5. Here tonight in the third quarter, Coldwater outscoring Marshall in the third quarter 14-5, thanks to the long ball. What we have? Four of them that yep. quarter, wasn't it? Maya Porter now leading all scorers with 10 points. Ellie Anderson with eight. Ellie Foley with six. Riley Van Aken with three. Cardinal ball to start the final quarter. Here's a drive by Ellie Foley in the layup good. <laughs> That's another assist for Riley. Laney Cottons with three. Abigail Griffith with two. Those were the only Marshall points scored in the third quarter. Emily Dingy off the bench, still leading the way with five. Natalie Freever, the team's leading scorer, still shut out. Here comes Dingy, driving baseline right side, getting a layup. There's kind of a breakdown on the weak side. After that exchange of buckets, it's 29-20 Coldwater. Traveling violation between the circles committed by Maya Porter. It's the first of those we've had in a while. Yes. Just got a little careless with the ball there. 29 for the Coldwater Cardinals, 20 for the Marshall Redhawks. At the conclusion of this game, we'll have a special ceremony recognizing breast cancer survivors. Marshall turns the ball over. Pass was knocked away by Riley Van Aken along the right sideline and last touched by the Marshall player. Inbound to Van Aken. Pass tip picked up in the front court by Coley Burkhart, cut off along the baseline. Needs help, needs help. Finally finds Foley on the right corner. Cross courts it to an open Maya Porter. Trying to get her way around Lauren Newman. Now right wing. Burkhart launches a three-pointer and she finally gets one. Eighth three-pointer for the Cardinals tonight. And the Cardinals have their biggest lead, 32 to 30. 636 and counting left to play. Runner wild, missed by McAllister, but getting the rebound was Lauren Newman. She's tied up, possession arrow back to the Red Hawks. They will bring in three fresh players. Uh, Freever back in, along with Laney Cottons. Inbound was stolen by Coldwater. Here comes Maya Porter to the left elbow. Skid stop, needs help, gets it back out top of the key, Riley Van Aken. Moves to her left, being guarded by Cottons. Got a whistle, and uh, after all this rugged action, uh, Lauren Newman picks up a pretty light foul. Her second team fifth. The Cardinals have not committed a foul yet here in the second half. Coldwater's going to bring in Emma Porter, who's going to come to the bench. Ellie Foley's going to get a brief breather. Van Aken lobs the ball to Anderson. She catches left corner. Moves to her right. Hands off to Van Aken. Van Aken to the right elbow. 
cut off, trying to get it back out to Emma Porter. She tracks down the ball, but she was straddling the baseline. the Cardinals uh, in this second half. It was 13-all at the half, but, boy, they've had a big second half. Here's a drive shot from the left blocks. Miss Burkhart trying to save the ball, but saved it to Wado. A pass ricocheted off of the Red Hawk player and fell into the Cardinals' hands. Things are getting a little sloppy here. I'd say especially more so on the Red Hawks' side. Yeah, they're up to uh, 14 turnovers now. And Aiken kicks the ball out to Emma Porter, and now Anderson, right wing Trey, rolls off the rim, battled for the rebound. Coley Burkhart knocks down the Marshall player, Laney Cottons, and that will be her third foul, and with 5.27 left to play in the game, first of the second half for Coldwater. Red Hawks bringing in a couple of fresh players, among them Delaney Lampkin, a sophomore. Abigail Griffith gets the ball to Natalie Freever. All swung around to Griffith. Left wing, slashes the basket, misses. Ball comes to Maya Porter. Porter across the timeline. Ball to Riley Van Aken. Get the ball to Emma Porter. Open, right corner three, spins off. Battle for the rebound. Coley Burkhart battling a couple of Radhawks. Is Coley going to pick up her fourth? Yep. Danica was at the at the uh, score table, ready to come in for her, but couldn't get her in before that fourth foul. So she does come in, as does Ellie Foley after a brief breather. Emma Porter to the bench. Cardinals lead 32 to 24, 50 left to play in the first half. Ball stolen by Ellie Foley. Foley to the races. She's fouled hard underneath by Abigail Griffith. Griffith checks on Foley. See if she needs any help. She doesn't. Griffith with her first foul. Team foul number six. Ellie Foley, the team's best free throw shooter at the line. 69% 69% from the free throw line. 42 of 61 coming in. First one drops. She now has nine points. I say Riley Van Aken does get strong consideration for me for player of the game thanks to uh, how many assists do you have her for? Yeah, she's got six. Wow. To go along with three points. Second was missed. Rebound Freever. Quickly, ball comes other end of the court. Three-pointer was missed by Stephanie DeLong, another one of the players that came in last substitution. Ball lobbed inside. Lauren Newman had a triple team on her, missed it. Rebound Anderson. Cardinals up 33 to 24, 25 left to play in the game. A form holds. Coldwater would improve to 15 and one overall, eight and one in the Interstate Eight, ahead of their big showdown up at Jackson Northwest next Tuesday. Foley still with the ball, moves to the right wing. Now up top. Riley Van Aken being picked up by Stephanie DeLong. Spin move between the circles. Quick move to the baseline. Runner good. Nice little hesitation move by Riley, bringing it from the right wing. A five-possession game, 35-20 to 20 Coldwater, past the halfway point of the fourth quarter. Here comes Stephanie DeLong forcing a shot underneath the basket. Lauren Newman gets hit from behind. 
<laughs> Ellie Foley smiles. She realized she had wiped out one of the Red Hawks down low. She picks up her second foul, team third. The good news if you're Coach Ken Smoker, that second foul came midway through the fourth quarter and not midway through the first, as we've seen the last couple games. Red Hawk ball comes top of the key to Stephanie DeLong. Drives down the middle. Offensive foul on DeLong. That's going to be her second and the team's seventh. And who else? Ellie Foley draws it again. Her second one tonight. Marshall going to set up in a press. Maya Porter to inbound. Finds Foley. Now get it back to Maya Porter. Still in the backcourt. The Red Hawks peel back on the press. Maya Porter taking it to the baseline, passing to Cox. Now out to Ellie Anderson, three-pointers and air ball right into Newman's hands. Hello, Newman. Wado gets the ball, left corner, three-pointer, bounces off the rim, does not go in for Griffith. Are the Cardinals able to screen out the ball? Well, it appears as though they touch the ball in the process of trying to screen it out. Lance Hoblitz going a little bit deeper into his bench, bringing in Allison's Lusky, uh, Jr. Long two was missed from the left wing inside the arc by Stephanie DeLong. Four-fifths of the Cardinal starter still out on the floor right now. Maya Porter, jumper from 15, right baseline was missed. Ball taken away from Cox by DeLong. Three minutes left to play in this one. Cardinals up 15, 35 to 20. Between the circles, the ball comes to Addison Wado. The Redhawks have been absolutely shut out offensively. Uh, leading scorer is a bench player, Emily Dingy, with seven. Yeah, they've only scored seven points in these 13 minutes of the second half. The runner missed by Wado from the left baseline. Cardinals get the rebound fully across the timeline. Long pass to Maya Porter. Now back out to Foley, right wing, left wing to Cox. She'll drive, try to split the double team, needs help, trying to get it back outside, tried to take it herself. Now out to the right corner it comes to Maya Porter. It's an air ball. Anderson tried to get the rebound, but it was taken away by Abigail Griffith. 2-12 left to play in the game. Cardinals 35, Red Hawks 20. Red Hawks will drop to 8-8 eight eight overall, 5-4 in the interstate, 8 if this score holds. And the Cardinals get the ball again. Cardinals are going to take a timeout. They've got a couple players at the scorer's table. We're waiting to check in Coley Burkhardt and Jayla Sloan. They take a full timeout with a minute 55 left. There were a couple of Red Hawks players uh, due to check in. I would, uh, safe to say it might be a case where Marshall goes entirely to the bench these final minute uh, and 55 seconds of this one. 22 to 7. Cardinals have outscored the Red Hawks in this second half. Just a dominating effort. Marshall just cannot buy a basket at the other end, and the Cardinals have just really lit up the offense with their three-point shooting, and Riley Van Aken setting them up. So it breaks down to 14-5 in the third quarter, and so far, 8 to 2 in the fourth. It is, and Maya Porter uh, up with eight rebounds now on the night. She's had plenty of help as well. 
And uh, Ellie Foley with those two charges she's drawn. Van Aken's assist total. And we have just 11 turnovers on the night, too, for the Cardinals. What an improvement over Tuesday. This should bode well to next Tuesday's game up at Jackson Northwest. Cox with the ball, trying to get past Uleski. She's bumped inside the lane. And she's going to go up to the line for a one-and-one one as Allison Uleski picks up her first foul on the team eight. I think the Cardinals had some sort of inbounds play here right in front of us on the sideline. Ellie Foley uh, trying to draw attention with the, the yelling. and Front end of the one-and-one one does not go in for rebound picked up by Corabel Churchill. 35 to 20, Cardinals, a minute 42 left in this one. Coldwater will get the W. The only thing left in doubt now is what the final score will be. Zaleski had the ball ripped away by Cox. Zaleski takes a tumble, no foul. Here comes Jayla Sloan. Sloan bounce pass to Burkhart, right corner three is short. Rebound underneath by Bailey Parker, another one of the newcomers in the Marshall lineup tonight. She's a junior. She gets the ball to Dingy. Now Parker back with it. To the right wing it comes. Went to Anaya Bergdorf who came in. Reverse was way short for Marshall. Driving along the baseline that was missed by Corabel Churchill. 57 seconds left to play in this one. Ellie Foley with the ball. Back right corner of the front court. Being followed by Emily Dingy. And yeah. Coldwater takes a timeout just to get Kara Miller into the game. Ellie Foley to the bench for the last time tonight. Yep, and <clears throat> see if anyone else is going to come in. Haven't quite got Caitlin uh, Garcia in yet. 46 seconds to go. Inbound comes to Kara Miller from Coley Burkhart. 38 seconds left to play in this one. Dingy is picked up, picking, uh, yeah, Dingy was picking up uh, Kara Miller. Now Riley Van Aken has the ball. She's between the circles. Get the ball to Miller. 24 seconds left. Ball comes to Cox on the right wing. Draws a double team. Trying to get it to Sloan. Ball tipped. It's going to be picked up by Marshall. It went through her hands <laughs> on her back. Coley Burkhart came up with the ball, but she gave it up to a Marshall player. She didn't get sufficient help. Dingy too far underneath the basketball, kicked out to Bailey Parker. Three seconds, two seconds, one second. It was a miss by Parker. Ball goes out of bounds. Buzzer sounds. Game over. Coldwater sweeps the season series from the Marshall Redhawks by getting a 35-20 win. An absolutely dominant defensive performance in the second half as the Cardinals improved to 15-1 overall, 8-1 in the Interstate 8. Marshall drops to 8-8 eight eight overall, 5-4 in league play. Back in a minute with a special between-game ceremony on Ball Out for Breast Cancer Night. You're listening to Cardinal Basketball on WTVB. Recycling your cardboard with Union Pallet and Container Company of Coldwater can deliver real value to your business and the environment. Recycling just one ton of cardboard saves more than 17 trees and eliminates landfill waste. To learn how you can help save the environment by recycling your company's cardboard, call Union Pallet and Container in Coldwater at 279-4888. That's 279-4888. 
It's great to have neighbors you can trust, you can count on, in good times and in bad. The attorneys at Hass Kaywood PC understand the importance of trust. When you need cutting-edge legal counsel for anything from family law and business to estate planning and property disputes, Hass Kaywood PC are the neighbors you can trust. They live and work with you right here in our community. Find out more at HassKwood.com or stop by their offices in downtown Coldwater and Sturgis. Hess Kwood PC, lawyers where you live, lawyers you can trust. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at the Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium at Coldwater High School. Sean Watson and Mike Murphy just saw an utterly dominating defensive performance in the second half for Coldwater, holding Marshall to seven points while scoring 22 of their own, turning a 13-13 halftime tie into a 35-20 victory. Really impressive uh, outing for the Cardinals tonight. Just a really tight first half in which both teams struggled to get anything going. And then in the second half, knocking down, I don't know how many they ended up with in that second half, but let's turn things over to Carly Smoker, the MC of our uh, halftime uh, between game ceremony. Yes, here we go. All right. All right. Well, before I start, I just want to say thank you to everyone for coming out tonight. I love that we have such a big crowd. Um, I want to say a thank you to the Coldwater Athletic Boosters for their donations, as well as Integrity Apparel. And thank you to all of the parents of the boys and girls teams for donating to the bake sale and for all of your help putting on this event. Breast cancer is a serious disease that affects millions of people and their loved ones each year. Approximately one of every eight women in the United States will develop breast cancer in their lives, with a new cancer diagnosis happening almost every two minutes. It is an incredibly difficult disease to fight and one that is incredibly difficult to watch a loved one have to go through. Whether you are a mother or father, a husband or a son, or a niece or nephew, brother or sister, breast cancer doesn't discriminate as it affects all of us. Breast cancer, whether they like it or not, is part of both Coach Buckland and Coach Smoker's family story, which is why they are both passionate about raising awareness, as they both have seen firsthand how it can impact others. It is their desire to raise money to help members in our community tackle the financial burdens that arise during treatments. The money we are able to raise through your generosity tonight will go towards providing gas cards for extended members of the Coldwater Community Schools family as they travel to and from the seemingly endless appointments and treatments. Unfortunately, not all breast cancer patients are able to win their battle, so we would like you all to please observe a moment of silence for those who are no longer with us. Thank you. At this time, we would like to honor every person here who has or is currently battling breast cancer, as well as anyone who has lost a family member to breast cancer. If you would, please rise and remain standing as members of our basketball teams will be coming to you and presenting you with a pink carnation. To our fighters, remember that cancer is so limited. It cannot cripple love. It cannot shatter hope. It cannot destroy peace. It cannot kill friendship. It cannot suppress memories. It cannot invade the soul. And it cannot conquer 
the Spirit. I now ask everyone to stand. Okay, sorry. Well, no one really stood. If you, so everyone, please stand if you are here, if you currently are fighting breast cancer, if you're a breast cancer survivor, or if you have lost a loved one to breast cancer. Members of the Coldwater Boys and Girls basketball team are presenting ca uh, carnations to those that are currently standing here on the side of the uh, Coach Floyd Eby Gymnasium bleachers. Team members uh, making their way. We see uh, <coughs> both boys and girls teams. Some players are still up in the bleachers uh, handing out, uh, looking for the people to hand uh, the carnations to. Some people are coming back to All right. the benches. And now ask everyone to stand and give a round of applause to each of these brave fighters and to each of our survivors. Standing O from everybody, Coldwater and Marshall fans alike here at the Coach Floyd Eating Gymnasium. I was mentioning that some players were coming to the bench with tears in their eyes. Yes, indeed, one, two. This is uh, certainly Please remember hit, that the best home. way to fight breast cancer is through early detection, which is why regular breast cancer screening is so important. Thank you for your support in helping us help others in our community in their fight against breast cancer. Well, outstanding job by Carly Smoker as our MC and... She did such a good job in uh, interviewing with Ken Delaney the other morning, too. Spearheading this effort tonight. And both boys and girls teams involved and a lot of people wearing pink tonight. And, and uh, thanks to coaches Smoker and Buckland for starting this first annual event tonight. We'll take this two-minute break and be back with our official Between Games report. You're listening to Coldwater Cardinal Basketball on WTVB. If you've always dreamed of building a new home, Matt Halet Homes encourages you to start planning today. Now more than ever, modular housing is a better value. You simply get more home for the money and outstanding quality from floor to ceiling. As a residential builder, Matt Halet Homes offers fully customizable modular homes, plus any additional structures, including garages, decks, even barns. Stop by Matt Halet Homes on US 12 East of Coldwater, visit MattHaleAtHomes.com and like them on Facebook. Matt Hale at Homes, always built around family. When the relief valve on your water heater fails, pouring gallons of water into your finished basement, or an electrical shortage in your office causes extensive smoke and water damage, or... 
That musty odor indicates you might have a mold problem. You need a lot more than just help cleaning up. That's why ServPro of Branch and South Calhoun Counties is your one-stop shop when disaster strikes. Not only do they have the equipment and expertise to clean up damage from fire, water, or mold, but they also offer a variety of construction services, which means there's just one call to make to bring your home or business back as good as new as soon as possible. So no matter what happens, ServPro is always there to help. Call ServPro of Branch in South Calhoun Counties today at 517-278-5261. That's 517-278-5261 to see how they can help you get back to like it never even happened. Get more for your money at Meyer. Everyone loves a soup and salad combo, so stock up to make your own at home. Right now, Earthbound Farm Organic Salads are buy one, get one for a dollar. Swanson's Broth is buy five, save five dollars. And Frederick's by Meyer Shrimp is buy one, get one 50% off. Top it off with buy five, save five dollars on Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. AM 1590, FM 95.5, WTVB. We're back here at Coldwater High School's Coach Floyd Evie Gymnasium. Let's go over the scoring summary from the girls' basketball game that just wrapped up with Coldwater beating Marshall 35-20 for the victorious Cardinals, improving at 15-1 overall, 8-1 in the Interstate 8. Maya Porter with 10 points, including a couple of triples. Ellie Foley with 9 points. She also had a couple of triples. Ellie Anderson with 8 points. A couple of triples for her. Riley Van Aken with 5 points. One tray. Coley Burkhart with 3 points. One tray. So that's a total of 8 three-pointers shot by the Lady Cards tonight. Resulting for an about uh, uh, 21 other 35 points. For the Marshall Redhawks, they dropped at 8-8 eight eight overall, 5-4 and four in the Interstate 8. No player got into double digits. Emily Dingy coming off the bench, scoring 7. We had Ella McAllister with 3, Laney Cottons with 3, Natalie Freever with 3, Addison Wado with 2, Abigail Griffith with 2. Leading scorer Natalie Freever shut out. That was Marshall's 20 points by the quarters. 9-7 in the first for Coldwater, 6-4 in the second for Marshall. 14-5 in the third, 8-2 in the fourth, all favoring the Lady Cards. And uh, very happy Ken Smoker now joining us on our post-game show. Probably some of the best uh, basketball I've seen from the Lady Cards in uh, a few games. Yeah, you know, we've been preaching 32 minutes. I think I'm pretty sure we got 32 minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very... You're happy with the outcome, but I'm happy with what we saw on the floor today because we haven't seen that in a while. And I know they're very happy. I don't know if you can hear with your headphones on, but there was a lot of locker smacking when they went in there. Well, just 11 turnovers on the night, Coach. Well, that's a night and day from Tuesday, eh? <laughs> well, you know, and I've told you, we've had trouble playing against um, or playing down to the level of our competition. But Marshall's always a school that's going to bring out the best in Coldwater. Uh, I think they were fired up for the uh, the fact that this was a breast cancer night, wearing those pink uniforms. Uh, there's, and realize there's a lot of, I have quite a few girls in there that have been affected by breast cancer as well. It wasn't just Coach Buckman and I, but it was really great to see them perform at both ends of the floor today. There was a lot of communication. It was just a great all-around effort. Well, and your daughter did a great job emceeing and, and taking that uh uh, by the horns there. You know, I think it all started at Three Rivers, you know, when she got to go on the radio post game for me. But 
You know, actually, her original goal, she wanted to be a sideline reporter. Mm -hmm. or, but I'm, I'm glad she chose what she did because I've probably seen it a lot more than I would have. How did you get so many good three-point looks tonight? Uh, I, You know, we didn't practice Wednesday. We watched film. Uh, and a lot of the things we pointed out, one, one of our big shooting drills is called uh, dribble drive and natural pitch. It's called your tech in the basket. Secondary defender comes. We pass it to the open girl. And we haven't been really good at that. Uh, we've been getting too deep. And I wish we had more time to spend watching film. But I, there were so many times I just put on there. You can type into that huddle video, dribble drive, natural pitch. They could see it there. And I think that happened a lot today. That, that's what generated our open looks. It seemed like Riley Van Aken was really good about that in the second half. Yeah, you know what? Riley's a, a competitor. She can handle the ball well. And uh, a lot of these girls, I know Riley was one of them. She was disappointed with herself on Tuesday. She had seven turnovers, and she was getting too deep often on Tuesday. And, yeah, she did a great job. She's uh, You can't tell she's a freshman, can you? Well, no. you can't tell any of these girls are freshmen. <laughs> To be playing three freshmen and two sophomores, you know, in your starting lineup, the majority of minutes is uh, is impressive at this stage. Yeah, I've, you know, people say, "Man, you're doing a great job," and I said, "Well, I've been a bad coach and a good coach and a bad coach and a good coach again." But it's it's the Johnnies and the Joes, you know. It's not the X's and the O's. But like I said earlier in the season, they had some good coaching growing up. You know, Ryan Van Aken and John Foley and. They played a year up because they played with Ellie Foley and Ellie Anderson. They played uh, in big tournaments, and that's what you got to have to have success at the high school. So, you know, it's a credit to the parents that are willing to put the time in to do that with a young group of kids. Right. So, big gauntlet uh, tonight uh, of Red Hawks. Success there. Next Tuesday, up at Jackson Northwest. Battle for first place in the I-8, and then next Friday up at Western. Yeah, we talked about it. This week and next week, it is the gauntlet. And, uh, you know, the last time we were with Northwest, right up until the final possession, and Ryan Carroll had came and watched us play at uh, Battle Creek Central. We really weren't all that impressive that day. And he actually told me after the game, he said, I really thought we were going to blow you guys out. And I don't know if they were overlooking us, but... I know they're going to give it give it their all, but I don't think my girls are afraid of them either because they know right where we're at. Ellie Anderson wasn't available to play last time, but all we can ask is you put a performance in like this, and no matter the outcome, that's all you can ask from your kids. So that's what I'm hoping I'm getting next week. Ken Smoker, head coach of the Lady Cardinals. Uh, we'll actually see you next Friday, uh, the road trip up to Parma to Western High School. Okay, that'll be another toughie. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach. Ken Smoker joining us on our between game show. Coldwater beating Marshall tonight, 35 to 20. Uh, let's go over some of those secondary stats. Okay, Sean. Uh, well, that was a happy Coach Smoker, which we thought we would get tonight. Uh, Absolutely. Just uh, such a such a solid effort. Okay, we had uh, Emma Porter saw the floor tonight. Didn't get any stats individually on that. Um, Riley Van Aken, four rebounds, six assists, three steals. Uh, we had Kara Miller on the floor as well. And uh, then Ellie Foley with five rebounds. 
an assist, a steal, and she drew two charges. Jayla Sloan had one rebound, one assist, one steal. Ellie Anderson with five rebounds on the night. Coley Burkhart, just one rebound, one assist, two steals. That's surprising. Uh, yeah. But then again, she did get in foul trouble, too. She did. She sat quite a bit tonight. Maya Porter with eight rebounds, two assists, two steals, two blocks. And Danica Cox with a rebound and a steal. Turnovers, as we mentioned, just 11 on the Cardinals, one of their best efforts of the year. And that was against a very tough defensive team. We didn't see too much of the press, but uh, a great half-court defensive team. 18 turnovers on the Red Hawks. Now, I'm going to suggest for McDonald's player of the game, we do uh, co-players of the game. Uh, uh, what you told me about Maya Porter's effort uh, uh, solidified her as a choice. And, of course, we were kind of lobbying for Riley Van Aken uh, after she got off uh, a total of six assists. Yeah, Riley was uh, really set things. That was a really interesting piece Coach Smoker mentioned that they had worked on that, that sometimes uh, the girls get too deep in the lane and get double teamed and then can't do much with it, but stop a dribble early, then kick it out. It was just a, a, a great piece to work on for them. So Riley had an outstanding game, and Maya just put up uh, her typical game, all kinds of stats. So, yeah, very deserving co-winners uh, tonight. So the freshmen are going to lead them tonight. Congratulations to Riley Van Aken and Maya Porter, our McDonald's players of the game. Are you or your kids looking for a job with a flexible work schedule with a higher pay scale than ever? The perfect opportunity is available at your local McDonald's. All three McDonald's locations in Coldwater, Quincy, and Bronson have openings right now. They'll work around school and sports schedules, and they're paying up to $14 per hour based on availability. Stop in for more information or go online to McDonald's.com. Find that perfect, great-paying job right now at your local McDonald's. High honors for a handful of coaches in Michigan, and the basketball record book has some new entries for steals. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. The National Federation of State High School Associations Coaches Association has named 23 coaches from across the country as its 2021-22 National Coaches of the Year. Among those 23 is one from Michigan, Jill Evers, the cross-country coach at Kent City. In her 33 years at Kent City, Evers has led the Eagles to 21 conference championships, seven regional titles, and two state runners-up finishes in 2012 and 2022. Evers was the NFHS Sectional Coach of the Year in 2006, the Michigan High School Coaches Association Coach of the Year in 2022, and was inducted into the Michigan Interscholastic Track Coaches Association Hall of Fame in 2012. She's also coached the boys cross-country team at Kent City since 1993. The NFHS has been recognizing coaches through an awards program since 1982, naming both National Coaches of the Year and Sectional Coaches of the Year. Three Michigan coaches were named Section 4 Coaches of the Year this year. Mark Posey, the boys' golf coach at Big Rapids, Ronald Hebert, the Lake Orion boys lacrosse coach, and Scott Werner, the girls' 
track and field coach at Pawama Westphalia. Congratulations to everyone honored by the NFHS. Game balls this week go to two boys basketball players who both topped the state record for steals in a game one week apart. First, it was Centerline's Cody Bowling, who had 15 steals and a win over Hazel Park. The previous high of 14 was set in 2018. One week after Bowling's performance, Felix Quevedo of Crystal Falls Forest Park also recorded 15 steals, this coming in a win over Gwynn. So now both Bowling and Quevedo sit atop the list for most steals in a game with 15. Don't try and dribble past either of those two. The final game ball goes to Westland John Glenn wrestling coach Bill Polk. He recorded his 500th win as coach of the Rockets, the 38th wrestling coach to achieve that feat. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash mistudentaid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. Did you know there's no such thing as over the back in basketball? If two players are going for a rebound and the player behind another player is able to grab it over the top of the player in front, that's not necessarily a foul. He or she did not go over the back. The player behind another player may have committed a foul such as bumping the player in front or pushing that player, gaining an advantage to grab the rebound, but that would be whistled for a push or grab, not over the back. A taller player or player who can jump higher grabbing a rebound is not a foul. It is only a foul if they create an advantage by pushing, bumping, or any other kind of illegal contact while in the process of going for a rebound. Fans yell over the back all the time, but an official will never call a foul for going over the back. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you are interested, Go to the MHSAA website now to register. Staying with officiating, this week is Winter Sports Officials Appreciation Week. The work and time and effort that officials put in should be appreciated every week, but it's great to see schools and teams and communities across the state recognizing officials. Schools are sending thank you cards, posting messages of support on social media, treating officials to coffee and donuts and more, all in an effort to say thank you. There are a little more than 8,000 registered high school officials in Michigan, and there's no doubt that they hear a lot of things during a game. Now is a great time to make sure they also hear thank you from coaches, players, and fans. Because without officials, it's just practice. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week.